Hey beauty, this podcast is a powerful gallery of raw real life stories and the reasons that led these women to reach out to do a boudoir and glamour session and it was created to give voice to my clients, also known as bombshells, to share their beautiful stories as means of inspiration to other women as well. We also talk about body and mind wellness for the modern women with special guests. Welcome to the Bombshell Tells All podcast. I am your host and photographer, Daisy Teixeira, America's number one body image advocate. Hello, beautiful bombshells. This is Daisy Teixeira, your favorite host and photographer here with Boudoir by Daisy. And as you know, we always have a special guest here. Today's guest, oh my gosh, you're going to love her so much. Lisa, <laughs> see, you can hear already her on the background. She's already laughing there. <laughs> we No, this lady is very positive. I, I love her energy. So, so amazing. But before we get to, to introduce Lisa to you, I just want to say thank you again for joining the podcast. I really hope you're having a great week and, you know, whatever you were listening this episode from, from your car as you drive to work or, you know, like from home as you do some errands or anything, you know, anything. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to all those beautiful stories because they do come from the heart and my bombshells, they come here to share their story and leave that on, as a mark, you know, and also to inspire all of you. So thank you so much. And today, let me tell you, you're going to have a lot of fun because <laughs> Lisa, Lisa Sword is here today. This bombshell of mine, I can call her my bombshell already because she has done her photo shoot. She came here to pick up her album. And Which is beautiful. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my gosh, absolutely. So Lisa, thank you. I appreciate. Uh, appreciate from the bottom of my heart that you are here, that you drove all the way from Virginia to get this episode done and for being here with me today. Thank you. You're so welcome. This is so fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> Sweet. So just a quick introduction about Lisa. She was born in Connecticut in Litchfield County and Lisa is 57 years old. She's such a beautiful woman. She lives in Virginia, and she has been divorced for nine years now, right, yes. Lisa? Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to talk about that very soon, too. So I understand that your first career is in insurance. It was, yes. It was. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And then now you work with design. That's actually... Yes. Okay. Yep. Oh. Yep, the second career was more creative. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. All right. So talk to us a little bit about your background then. So what anything that you want us to know about your story, just so we can relate to you up to the present. So go back sure. on your background now. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was born in Connecticut and I was the baby of four children. My oldest sibling is my big brother and he is now 72, 71. Yeah. So I'm the baby at 57 and I did my photo shoot for my birthday present. So yeah, that was, that was what got me here. So I worked originally in the insurance industry 
and worked in personal lines for over 25 years. And I was kind of like a frustrated, creative person, really wanted to do something a little bit more creative in my life and used to decorate and design for friends and, you know, did special things for the holidays and loved to, to design in my home. And people actually encouraged me to go out and do this on my own. So that's kind of what started all of that. And I was glad to have had the opportunity to try it and to do it. Absolutely. So I started my own business 2008. And that was kind of a terrible time to start a, <laughs> a business with the recession and such. But I was fortunate. And I was in New Hampshire at the time and carried my business from New Hampshire to North Carolina to Charlotte and I had it for seven years. So yeah, from 2008 to 2015. So I experienced having all of those wonderful opportunities to be my own boss, but also to have all those headaches and worries that I'm sure as an entrepreneur you face too. You know, it's always, it's always with us and we're always thinking QuickBooks and receipts and taxes and, and all of that. So I, I decided that I like working for someone else actually. <laughs> Sometimes I think that you have to experience something in order to understand what you, what you like best. In the end of the day, it's about you being happy about what you do. Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. I think if I hadn't done it, it would have always gnawed at me in the back of my mind. You know, what if, what if, what if? But I decided that I really like it more as a hobby and as an ancillary part of my work, but not to, not to own it myself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Lisa, as you had the chance and the opportunity to experience entrepreneurship and all the joys that brings, I mean, it, it is something that you definitely have to like. Sometimes they, they're, they're, you're going to just find out that, you know, it is for you or if it is not for you. Do you like the stability of a job that tells you how much you're going to be paid by paycheck and they don't have to worry about these or do you like the hustle where you actually have to feel the adrenaline and you know there's so many things that are involved in your in having your own business for sure but the adventure one is definitely a big <laughs> high <laughs> all of us entrepreneurs we are able to understand that because we have to experience this every single day mm -hmm. but I, i i really love that you're sharing this with us because some people they they probably have been through a similar experience as yours they had the chance to have their own businesses and then decided later like okay i definitely find myself in peace and this is what I like. I just like to work for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I think I found it very satisfying to create something from the ground up and work it. And then I just discovered a lot of things about myself. You know, I love the creative part of it, but I didn't like all the bookkeeping part of it. And It's great if your business is large enough where you, if you didn't like that, you could hire someone else to handle that. But as a sole proprietor, it was, it was on me to do it all. And so I found that I loved the creative piece more than the rest of it. And now I think I've kind of rectified it because I get to be creative in my work and I get to go home at night and forget about QuickBooks. <laughs> So that part I like. <laughs> That's awesome. And 
I believe you are successful, Lisa. Success is not about the amount of clients. It's not about the the figures. It's mostly about how it makes you feel. Because in the end of the Absolutely. day, if you go home and then you have, let's call like all the financials figured out, you have... I don't know, whatever you have dreamed of, a house, cars, and whatever, but you're still miserable. What is that worth it? So, of course, we still have to hustle no matter what. If you are an, an entrepreneur or if you are working for somebody else, you still have to put a lot of sweat. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. <laughs> by the end of the day, it's like, what makes you happy? Absolutely. You know, and I, I really feel like The, the blood, sweat, and tears, whether it's for someone else or for your own business, I think that in some ways is very rewarding to work hard and, and, and see the fruits of your labor, whether it's whether you do that for yourself or for someone else. And, and I also feel that, I also feel like, you know, the reward comes not just financially, it's just either in expressing your creativity, in being able to help someone, in being able to make your mark in your field, and really to positively impact someone's life. And I think that in what I've done, I think I do that. And I think you do it all day long. You know, I just know the impact that you've had on me. And I, I, I see it, you know, I see it in your business, certainly as well. And just, you know, how we empower each other. And that's what's so great about women. <laughs> we build each other up. Yes, we do. When you find your tribe, let's call it like this, it definitely brings you up. Of course, we're not happy all the day, all every single time. It's not days. Some days we are happy. Some some days we're like feeling the blues. But whoever you surround yourself with, or the messages you you put like right in front of your eyes, like positivity or negativity, trust me, this is going to make a difference. So we never know what other people are going through. Like I got a chance to meet so many people, so many women with the line of work that I do. And the interesting part is that everything that they share with me are very personal. Personal to a very intimate level. Mm -hmm. So when I get to hear all those stories, I just feel that it teaches me. I learn with other people's experiences. But more than that, I'm able to actually help somebody else to bring up that energy or find some sort of happiness with something that they already have. It's not like we are creating something new, but when you walk here, you already are yourself. We're mm -hmm. just showing you a new different you, a new side of yourself that you haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. And that definitely helps to bring it up. So definitely surround yourself with people that will uplift you. And this is what I love about the VIP group. We have, by the way, if you if you are not on the VIP group yet, I urge you, go join that. So it's on Facebook. Absolutely. Um, oh, my goodness. Absolutely. I highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah. So it's, so it's such a fun environment, you know. So find us on Facebook, Boudoir by Daisy, exactly how you see here on the podcast. I can also leave a link. But it's such a beautiful group with all the ladies there. They bring out this positivity, cheering up on each other, making friendships. So there's a lot that goes on on that group. And I feel like it's more than the group is more of a community. And if you're looking for a place 
to surround yourself with, you know, that positivity, we are here for you. Absolutely. I think the group really has been so inspirational to me because there's women of all ages, all sizes, all ethnicities, and all backgrounds, and everyone's going through their own thing. And yet we have a way to lift each other up and truly bring our senses of humor to the <laughs> to the party, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really fun to be a part of that. And I think that being part of that group has kind of gotten me to a place where I knew I would be comfortable doing my shoot. And so I think it's I think it's really important. And whether somebody is you know, thinking about the shoot to join or just wants to join for the positivity of it, I think I think it'll all come full circle. Definitely. Definitely. And you nailed your photo shoot. We're going to talk about that soon. But oh my gosh, that lady did. <laughs> <laughs> I still I still want to go back here a little bit more on your background. But that's lovely, Lisa. Thank you so much for, you know, being part of the group and uh, for bringing your positivity and uplifting all the other ladies there too. I'm sure everyone appreciates you. You think you you don't think so, but yes, you do. Yes. Thanks for creating it. It's fun. <laughs> Even though we created you ladies are the heart of it, let me tell you. You know, without <laughs> you, there's nothing. There's no, you know, vibe, there's no excitement. So yes. It, you ladies make it happen, you know, so I'm so I'm honored. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So Lisa, can you tell me like, you still want the positivity, you know, and the, all, all this beautiful vibe. Can you tell me, tell us three words that describe you? Sure. So the first one I would say is that I'm really generous. I love to help other people, whether it's you know, with my time or energy or unsolicited advice <laughs> or, or sometimes to help someone along financially or if I, if I can, but truly, yeah. So I'd say I'm generous sometimes to a fault. <laughs> I'm bubbly as you could hear. I have a friend, an old neighbor that used to call me bubbles. <laughs> And it comes up every once in a while, and it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, so I'm bubbly, and I'm still somewhat of a rebel, so I guess I would describe myself as rebellious. Yeah. Yep. This is a beautiful combination. Uh, <laughs> I agree with your neighbor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, my gosh. I got to experience you before, during, and after your photo shoot, like full cycle, <laughs> Even the before, I loved the voice messages you left me, you know, like I was uplifting or as we are going through your outfit research, it was so fun, you know, like you can definitely feel the vibe. And on the day of your photo shoot, we actually did some fun videos. If you ladies go find Lisa on on TikTok. <laughs> on TikTok? T TikTok, yes. I didn't know that. Yes, you were in TikTok. <laughs> you were trending there. Oh my, at least on my, not trending, but you know. <laughs> TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, um, all of those in it. I remember I loved the video that we created together where you can definitely feel that bubbles, you know, like the bubbles coming out. <laughs> it's hard to explain. You definitely have to watch it because, you know, like as we are trying some fun things here in the studio, you know, I remember <laughs> suggesting like, Lisa, what about these, uh, you know, this robe? I have a beautiful robe here. 
<laughs> and she's like, I don't know. Let's, I don't know. I don't know if it's me, but let's, let's try just for the fun. And we did, man. <laughs> it was fun. She made me a diva. <laughs> she is a diva. <laughs> she just didn't know. <laughs> it, it was far too comfortable. <laughs> no, I, I surprised myself. <laughs> Yes, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So um, those two of those pictures are on her album. And I love like we we play like we we had some martini. There's not really martini. There is just water. (laughs) Okay, the secret's out. But yes, it was water. And but we just like we had a lot of fun. And then you know, that bubbles definitely comes out on you. So I love the combination. I, I think it definitely describes you even though we don't know each other for like a a lifetime, uh, I can still tell. It's that. amazing the connection that you can develop with someone. It's really, that was really fun. That was really fun. And it was, it was very, it put me very much at ease. Sweet. For my there shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a lot of, I had a lot of fun and I, I do have a lot of fun to, with every photo shoots too. So I love it. <laughs> you can tell you love what you do. Oh. It shows. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, but Lisa, let's talk a little bit about your love life. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> you don't have to. I mean, unless you know what like, love life. Your love do you, life. Daisy, do you know something I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just still trying to figure it out. <laughs> so you're, not, you're on, on the date scene now, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I go on and off of online dating, you know, just trying to figure it out and it's interesting because sometimes when I'm really busy at work, I get like really hard charging and I'm just, you know, focused on my work and I spend a lot of hours and I tend to develop almost like a masculine energy in my work role. So I really have learned that I have to dial it down. I have to dial it down and be a little bit more feminine and really work at it a little bit and, and be a little bit more, I guess I'd say delicate, but not in a wilting lily kind of a way, mm-hmm. but just, just being more in touch with my feminine side. And truly the, the photo shoot kind of brought that sexy back for me. It really, it really helped. It really helped me get back in touch with that part of my person and just, just, just kind of relaxing into myself mm-hmm. and kind of owning and loving the skin that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I, I think I had, I think the way I described it for the end of the book was perfectly imperfect. You know, you, Lord knows <laughs> imperfect is the order of the day, right? You know, if, it, if we've learned anything over the last couple of years, it's just been the best laid plans don't happen the way we put them forth. And I think we've all kind of embraced and bits of imperfection, you know, through the pandemic and such. And I don't know, like, I feel like, I feel like I've embraced that imperfection in me and that makes me who I am. So kind of made peace with that. And you've kind of brought out the comfort level with it and brought out a beauty that I guess I didn't really see myself. And so that's really, that's really added a different dimension to how I interact and how I'm thinking about dating going forward. That's nice. I think it's very important for all of us, no matter if you're female or male, doesn't matter. We all have that energy inside of, our, of ourselves. 
you describe that energy as a male energy and the female energy, which pretty much is just a little bit of of what all of us do have. Mm-hmm. Sometimes on the work environment, you definitely have to show up more of one sort of energy than the other. But I don't know if that, to be honest, I don't know if the male energy would be the best description for it. It's just like being productive, like expressing yourself without being afraid of mm-hmm. like others are going to think because at the end of the day, you still have to get your job done, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And for some reason, it got associated with a male thing. But in the end of the day, it is something that you have to do to survive on right, yeah, on, on, on your job. Like, yeah. how are you going to get things done if you don't actually ask for things, you know? So the female side is like a more on the sensitive on the sensitive, like you are going to be watching over, let's let, let's say like this, it's like you're, the, you're using the other side of your brain. One side of your brain is like the creative, is the sensitiveness, it's about emotions. The other side is like more logical. So we all have that, no matter if you are female or male, it doesn't matter that because we all do. But sometimes we forget to use the other side of the brain. So it kind of disconnects you a little bit, Mm -hmm. even with your own body. Mm -hmm. And I think I can relate to that in my past when I used to be like confused. Like, it's not that I didn't know. Yes, I am a female. But at the (laughs) same time, I was like, I don't know exactly which role I should be playing this particular situation, you know? So I think it's a confusion, quote unquote, a confusion that we all have. But as long as we learn to to use in the right moment, it, it only brings us benefits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So definitely, yeah. definitely. Because I think, you know, when you're a little more hard driving in business and then at the end of the day, if you can kind of kick back and be a little more deferential to your partner, I think it's, I think it's lovely. There's, there's a way to kind of balance that, balance that nature. Exactly. It's a balance. It's our balance. It's, it's important that we, all of us have that too, you know? So I'm glad, glad and happy for you. So Lisa, let's get a little bit more personal. I think we have been getting personal already, but let's get even more. It's so funny. I was um, speaking with a friend the other day and he mentioned, he said, and don't forget to tell your friends I'm single as a Pringle. <laughs> and it just cracked me up. It just cracked me up. So I guess like if you want to get personal, I'm single as a Pringle. <laughs> there you go. So maybe we can even record a future podcast talking about the dating scene because you probably like, we. you can give us some tips for the folks that are in you know, looking for different ways of dating or what to look for in an app. I don't know. I have a <laughs> might feel... be the comedy hour. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be a lot of fun. You're probably gonna have a lot, of, a lot of listeners on that one too. <laughs> no, seriously, it's just that sometimes uh, it's important to hear other people's perspectives. You know, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, we, we, probably like for a second podcast, I think that would be fun, a fun it subject would to be talk fun. about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Lisa, I want to know from you, tell us something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hmm. Well, I'm actually the first person in my family to graduate with a four-year degree. So I was fortunate enough to have a full college education. And I think that 
I also spent some of my college years away from home. And I think that really shaped who I am. I think it's made me more independent, a little more resourceful on my own. Yeah, so so that's not something that maybe everyone would know about me. Yeah. It's very nice, actually. So the first child, you were you were a baby of four siblings, mm -hmm. and you were the first one in your family with a full college degree. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. So what did you go to college for? Which I started, originally I went to school for um, political science, and I thought I wanted to be an attorney. And it's interesting because if I think back to my freshman year in college and some of the lectures and speaking of, you know, politics and wor world affairs, I think so much of that is so much the same even today. So, you know, the religious wars and so many things are still the, are still the same, which, you know, is, I guess, fascinating and depressing. <laughs> All in one, you know, it's it's crazy. History repeats itself, I guess. But I decided to switch my degree, switch my major to business economics and marketing. And I'm glad that I did because that gave me kind of a broader base. And I've worked in sales for many years and in many different fields. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where I <laughs> where I started from. That's great. Just the college experience itself. It's not like, uh, okay, let's be real here. You don't have to go to college to actually have a successful career. But there are things that are part of a college experience that definitely makes you who you are today too. Like, uh, you know, exactly what you said there, like creating that independence, being more resourceful, you know, be more responsible with your time. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that you can take and, and that's definitely no other way to recreate that experience. Surviving on a very low budget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can relate to Being that. Being a poor college student. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then we look back now, I'm like, well, I'm glad I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh-huh. Definitely. You know, and like you say, it's not a it's not a hundred percent required, you know, now in today's workforce, but I I'm glad that I did and I'm certainly grateful for it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. If you look back like myself, I I wasn't I, I didn't go to, to college or to the university to actually learn photography. I learned on the field, but I did went to to the university and I graduated in logistics, which is similar. Oh, wow. Yes, mm -hmm. which is kind of similar to um, business administration, but with more math and focusing other areas of that that people are not really used to. So it was it was interesting. I don't even know why I chose that career to be. I was just going to ask you. Yeah. You know, I think I saw it as an opportunity to to get my degree done mm -hmm. and I was looking more into like the after you know after you graduate what what are your chances of, of success because at that time success to me meant to have a good job to you know like I, I didn't have the view I have today mm -hmm. so that's what that was my main focus and to have a job in business I think I think that was mine too yeah you know with my yes. degree yep but towards the end, you know, photography found me. 
So it's not like I went out there. I have been always a creative person, but I am so glad that I went to college too because it definitely helps me on the business side. Because if you don't know, when you run a, a studio, specifically talking about this industry, you're not only photographing all day long. You have a lot of other things to take care of and they're definitely related to business. So that background definitely gave me the structure that I have today to run a successful studio too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Communications is so key, especially when you have someone like me who doesn't answer their email. <laughs> Lisa, you're readily, so funny. Readily. Oh but, but it's true. I mean, you have to be a financier. You have to be a communicator. You have to be a marketer. The appointment setter, the the follow through, the sales department, yes. chief cook and, and bottle washer. And you have to do it with a smile on your face because the customer is always with you, you know, and mm-hmm. absolutely. No, yeah. it's it's incredible. It's I, I've, I've seen how long your day is and, and really I was exhausted. So I know you were exhausted and all I did was pose. <laughs> You're just modeling there all day long. <laughs> And incredibly, this is just one part of, you know, what I do. Incredibly. It's like most of it is like definitely on the computer, definitely talking to people. And I love that, you know, Mm -hmm. like I I never really thought I was not going to have my own business. Actually, when I went to college, I remember that my teacher, he asked, like, I think it was probably like on the very first year, Mm -hmm. he asked to our entire class, where do you imagine yourself within the next five years? Where would you like to be in your career? Everybody was just answering the standard questions, like, I want to, you know, go and work to, say, company, like, imagine, like, huge companies, you know, so... That's that's their dreams, and I was mm-hmm. okay. That's fun, but I was the only person in the class that actually answered. I want to own my own business. Really? Yes. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. So I always knew it inside yeah. of my heart. I knew it, but I just didn't know what exactly. So I, I but at the same time, I don't think things happen by accident. You right, know? right. I'm a firm believer in that. So if we are put in a certain situation is because we needed to learn a few little things here in order to succeed in another part. So this is why we should never discredit the experiences we have because they take us somewhere that without it, it would be incomplete. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that word journey is so overused, but I mean, truly, I I have really come to stop and appreciate things that have happened along the way, just chalk them up as part of my journey, Mm -hmm. whether it's something positive or negative or or in between, you know, a a learning experience. Absolutely. Yep. Exactly. Uh, even the neg- the negative experiences they uh, they teach us things. As long as we are we have an open heart, heart. I'm sorry, open heart to understand the lesson. Because without going through a negative experience, how can you understand what a positive one is? You know. Mm-hmm. So how can you appreciate when you have a a good opportunity in front of you? Yep. You know. So that's amazing. Oh my gosh, I can talk business all day long here. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But tell us, Lisa, let's let's change a little bit on the business topic because I still want to talk more about you. Can you tell me some of your guilty pleasures? 
You saw the dirty martini, right? That's a that's a guilty pleasure. My Tito's dirty martini with blue cheese olives. <laughs> that's a that's a wonderful pleasure that I partake of from time to time. You know, and and it's so funny. I think everyone has their cheesy shows that they may or may not own up to watching. <laughs> But I do. I I love watching the Bachelor and Bachelorette series. I watch with a group of ladies, and we now we watch it at a distance. And we have a we have a little Facebook group that we we watch and like a messenger chat. And we are strewn throughout the Southeast, and it's so funny because we just we weigh in and try to predict who the winners will be and who will fall in love with who. <laughs> It's really, it's really kind of funny. And, you know, each season we say, oh, this is the last time I'll watch this. This is so ridiculous. This is so crazy. It just gets more and more absurd. But, you know, that's the fun of reality TV. I mean, that's truly the hook. And then we always end up watching another time, another season. So here we are. <laughs> Next one starts in July if anyone wants to join us. <laughs> Sweet. So bachelorette ladies or gentlemen too, why not? <laughs> you know, so you found yourself a very nice group in here. So you can all just cuss about bachelorette. <laughs> I think I watched like maybe one or two episodes. I thought mm-hmm. it was fun. Mm-hmm. But um, like later, I just don't know why it didn't continue. But once mm-hmm. in a while, there's always somebody talking about it. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's really, it's interesting. There's some like period shows now like Bridgerton and um, some other like Lord and Lady of the Castle. You know, they're very, very regal dating shows. I'm just more the, the purist for the originals. It's just funny. It's just funny. As long as you were, you, you were having fun. Yep. You know, it's that's all it matters, you yep. know, and people have different ways of having fun. But it's good to disconnect a little bit from work and from reality of challenges in life and get together with your girlfriends and have a good laugh. Absolutely. Know? It's Absolutely. a couple hours of mindless fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And we usually make it into a party if we're together, you know, we somebody somebody will cook and we really make it fun. So that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. And Lisa, what makes you feel sexy? Oh, wow. What makes me feel sexy? I love lingerie. I really do, you know? And and everybody makes a joke about it and says the, the most effective lingerie ends up on the floor, right? <laughs> but I really find, I really find treating yourself and wearing something through the day just kind of makes you feel empowered and special. So I would say I really love that. And I guess the other thing that I find really sexy is just intelligent conversation with a man. Just really, I I think the mind is, is very sexy and I appreciate intellect. I appreciate learning from people and, and learning from conversations. So yeah, I guess um, <laughs> probably two ends of the spectrum, right? Conversation and lingerie. <laughs> they all end up in one place. That's good. <laughs> Hey, I'm actually curious. So how since you love lingerie, mm-hmm. which which is interesting, some people that come to do their boudoir photo shoot, they have never owned one piece. Oh, I'm wow. not joking. Yes. And it, it is this is impressive, not because people have not done this before. Like it's just it's just fun because they are about to discover something new they haven't done before. Right. And they didn't know that they 
that could make them look so good. So this is why I think it's so funny. And I, I, oh my gosh, that's one of my favorite parts during a photo shoot planning. I tell people, send me pictures, send me pictures. I really want to see what you're ordering. Like put on a badge, you know, snap a picture and send it to me. So, but for you, since you have been into that mentality of loving lingerie, which I, I love, by the way, I own a few pieces myself, mm -hmm. but... During the process of you planning for your photo shoot, how did you have everything already or did you actually look for new stuff? I looked for new stuff. I had actually, well, this is kind of a confession. I had actually tossed all of my old lingerie. Wow. Kind of to give myself a fresh start. I had done that after a relationship had ended and I just kind of got rid of everything. And just kind of started over at ground zero. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So this time I bought it for me. Mm -hmm. yep. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, I'm enjoying it more in a way because it's, it's mine. And, and I know when I'm ready to share it with someone, it'll just be an expression of me and not more or less an expectation that someone else had or a gift that someone gave or something like that. So definitely, definitely. I love this. It's just very um, mindful, you know, like to have, to have this as a, a symbol, let's say like this of a new start. Mm -hmm. It could be with anything else, of course, but why lingerie? Lingerie is just, it, I tell people like, hey, ladies, it's not because you're in lingerie or you have a bunch of clothes that it makes these whatever experience you're going through let's talk about the photo shoot for example so it's not the amount of clothes that you wear that makes this experience meaningful it's actually the feelings is the feelings behind it absolutely absolutely and i think one of the things that i've realized in becoming an observer in the group is that sometimes people wear a lot of clothing and sometimes people don't. And I think that each one of those sessions is holds its own power. So it's not really about nudity or, or it's more about expression and more about you can see someone's comfort and confidence and vulnerability. I think that really struck me recently because um, someone had a lot of clothing on and she was just as stunning, you know, just as stunning as someone who didn't, you know? So I, I did notice that lately. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And that's why it is an intimate experience, an intimate photo shoot. Mm -hmm. And probably one of the best ones you're going to have. After you have a, a boudoir photo shoot, you kind of find it boring to have a business portrait done or... <laughs> It's just so like, oh my gosh, everybody does that. <laughs> or a family photo shoot, which is funny. Of course, you're not going to do, you know, like a boudoir photo shoot with, you know, like like with lots of people around you. But it just gives you a different perspective. It's definitely special. It does. It's definitely it does. special. Yeah, I just, I wasn't into my, I wasn't into my LinkedIn photo after that. <laughs> We tried, right? We, we did try. We tried to give me a good professional shot, but I just wasn't up for it at yeah. that point. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And uh, 
it is it is interesting like uh, when i show pictures to people when they come here to see their gallery they start with you know of course we're still warming up you know you have the still those pictures that we're taking that are definitely like me teaching you anyways um we're gonna go for the next one um lisa what keeps you up at night uh, what kind of words do you have or if you want to share of course <laughs> wow i guess you know being being on my own now I guess, you know, always being self-supporting and really wanting to make sure that my work is fulfilling and makes a mark. So it's important for me for my, my work to be important. And obviously making a living is paramount because I'm on my own right now. And so I would say some of what keeps me up at night is financial, you know, and just worrying about the next 10 years, wanting to work through 67 or so and really making it count. So that is front of mind for me right now. Gas prices and food food prices notwithstanding, I guess, I guess it, that keeps me up. You know, I'm really, I'm excited about the next chapter of my life whenever that starts again and meaning like to find another love and open for that, open to that. And I guess it doesn't keep me up at night, but I certainly would love to, would love that to be part of the next journey too. Yeah. You have those things in mind. I'm a firm believer that what is yours, whatever is yours that is already, let's call like in the journey is part of your journey, but it's not just here yet because it's part of your future. Whatever is meant to be will happen mm -hmm. if you force mm -hmm. it or not, because it's just meant to be. It's part of your journey. It's part yeah. of your story over here, you know? So I'm a woman of faith, so I realize that I can't, I'm not the one in charge of it. <laughs> exactly. And we have to also understand that we cannot have control over everything. Sometimes one door shuts for a better opportunity to come out, mm -hmm. you know, and we just have to be patient resilient mm -hmm. that's very very important and have faith mm -hmm. absolutely and never never stop enjoying life absolutely you know? absolutely you know it's yeah. funny on the on the love side I don't know if I told you this but when I got divorced nine years ago and my ex-husband and I are still really good friends and sometimes that cuts both ways you know I think it's easier probably to start over again if you've had a bad experience and, you know, you can just cut things, cut ties with that person and be like, you know, overdone. But it's kind of cut both ways because we do care about each other. We are good friends. You know, we've lived in different states now for most of the nine years. And, but I think we still have, we're not in love, but we have an, an endearing quality for each other like an abiding, an abiding love uh, and friendship for each other. Yeah. Yep. So, I, so I think that, you know, that's a, a lot of people don't have that. And there are a lot of people who are divorced that go through a lot of heartache and troubles with children and, you know, continuous, you know, fighting and developments and stuff over the years. I'm fortunate not to have that, but it's kind of, it's kind of interesting because it cuts both ways sometimes too. And you know, that's something that you make your peace with over time. Completely understandable. And to be honest with you, I would prefer to end up 
like a, a long-term relationship in good ways mm -hmm. than burning bridges because mm -hmm. i mean for so long time for so many times so for so for so long this couple has been building a future together learning with each other being partners mm -hmm. and then suddenly what like you just decide that you don't love each other anymore and then you hate each other what is that so you right, know, it's, right. it's a part of uh, respect. It's a respectful way of going. Mm -hmm. So we were we were fortunate. Even you know, my attorney really commended us on the dignity with which we conducted ourselves, which was so weird to hear. You know, when you're going through that, but but truly compared to what a lot of people experience, you know, we were fortunate in that regard. That's yep. amazing. I really hope that. More stories like yours in that particular sense, they come out out there. I'm sure there are other couples that also end up amicably. Mm -hmm. However, we don't hear much. We just hear the the full fights and you know the full mm -hmm. drama, and it is it, it brings you down, and then you make, make it kind of makes you believe that's the only way to go, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's not. No, it's not. It is nope. not. So I think that's that's definitely something that. If you were put in this life to learn, I think you learned the lesson already. So you mm -hmm. have been through this already. Mm -hmm. Lisa, I am loving our interview. It is um, very clarifying and I feel like I have been learning with you sitting here and sharing all your moments in life. But I want to know from you, Lisa, what is like, I, I feel like everything in your life is exciting you might not think that, <laughs> but let me tell you, it is. And probably you don't know this, but some people definitely, I don't know if the word is envy, but they admire your story, you know, because you do have a different story. And all of us have, we all have something that inspires others. And I can tell just by sitting here and talking with you, I can envision like your life like as unfolds. And it, it does make me happy and you know excited excited for what is coming for you next so wow thank you yes and this is what i tell people like hey you think your story doesn't inspire others oh totally wrong <laughs> <laughs> so yours definitely does but i want to know from you lisa what is did you have like any sort of a pivotal moment in your life that made you i don't know think more or, you know, kind of give you a wake up. So do you have like mm -hmm. any pivotal moment? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, there were probably two. And the first, my dad passed away when he was 64 and he was just shy of retirement. So it's always sat in the back of my mind to really do something that I want to do and not just have to do for work. And I think that kind of led me to the moment when I decided to leave my insurance career and get into design because it was something that I really wanted to do. So I was kind of a frustrated number cruncher and I really wanted to do something more creative and I took the chance. And so I think that was really pivotal. And like I said, you know, I, I went through and owned my business. I think the creativity piece still really defines me. But I think I realized that I didn't want to own my own business. So, you know, there was that learning from it. But I but I truly think it was when I took the chance to try something different. And if people that are listening have the opportunity 
to try something different. Don't be afraid. Just just do it because you can always go back. You can always go back. You can always learn something from it and you can always go back. I would say take and, the chance. And the best part is that whatever you learned never ends. I mean, it always sticks with you. It's the same thing like investing in your, in your education, you know, like it's part of your career or you can put on your resume you can and this can be applied for anything it can be like from opening a business it can be for any other situations in life but if you have like that calling inside of your heart at least try mm -hmm. and then you can say you tried mm -hmm. and if what if it's meant to be or if not at least you understand that you know whatever learning experience you had from that situation you're gonna take with you forever mm-hmm It mm -hmm. never ends. It's like going to school and learning how to read. You're not, you're not, not gonna just not unlearn how to read. Absolutely, and you won't right. have that. What if, you know, with the big question mark in your life? Like, I, I would never want to have that about this. So, so definitely, definitely. That's awesome. I love it. So, share with us your motto or your favorite quote. So. It's kind of my motto, and I and I guess, you know, my family members have heard me say it, and I often say, expect nothing and you'll never be disappointed. I think sometimes we hold our standards so high or we expect something from someone else who has no idea that we're expecting this, and then we, we sit and wait and expect something from them that doesn't happen. And so I think if you expect nothing and you work for everything that you have and you create your own destiny or create your own reality, then you're not disappointed. You, no one's ever going to disappoint you if you if you don't expect something out of someone. And then more religious note, Matthew 5:16 really strikes a chord with me. And that's the verses, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. And I really, I really just want to do something good. That's kind of, that's kind of my purpose. I feel like, I feel like I need to bring light to someone. I love working with seniors now. I love working creatively. I love working with seniors in their spaces and kind of helping them prepare, you know, their next places where they live. And I really, I really think, I really think that that kind of guides my work right now. So definitely. That's beautiful. Beautiful. And I love the passage. You know, it definitely shows that hard work, hard work pays off. It's not, I think that sometimes people miss, takes like a, a misconception on the word hard work. When for me, hard work at least is like you're putting your heart and, you know, your, your honest work into something that is going to change people's lives. It's going to change your family's life either, even, but it's not to the point where you overwork yourself so much that you also don't have the mental space to appreciate where you are or you're just so tired all the time. So... I don't like to use too much that word hard work mm -hmm. into that sense, but it's just to tell people, hey, whatever you put out there, it's coming back to you. Mm -hmm. You know, it mm -hmm. comes back to you. So if you if you put good work, good mm -hmm. work, good results come back to you as well. Mm -hmm. And the passage definitely is very beautiful. You know, it can 
you can definitely define with a lot of people here. So Lisa, as we walk towards the end of your interview here, I still want to ask you, like going back to your photo shoot today, that now that you are officially my bombshell, because <laughs> I can I can definitely call you that now. Um, tell me with your own words, like what does the word bombshell mean to you? I would say that being a bombshell is kind of owning your sexy, owning your feeling beautiful in your own skin. I don't know. You you just have a certain, after experiencing something like this, you have a certain different way about you. I can explain it. I have a group of friends that I get together with every Sunday and pretty much without fail. And one of my friends just couple weeks after my shoot, she said, what's, what's different about you? Lisa Sorty. She was like, what's different about you? And I said, I don't know. You know, and she was like, she goes, you just seem different lately. You just seem like you have this little lilt or something, you know, you, you look like you have like a smirk or you have a secret or something just really, she said, there's something different about you. And I was like, Hmm. And she goes, I don't know. You just And she said, I don't know if it's, is it new makeup, new hair, or, you know, and I said, I said, no, not necessarily. I didn't, and, but I just, I think just a little bit different way about me after doing this. And I hope it lasts. I mean, I think that's probably why people do these sessions again. You, you peel away different layers of the onion, you know, and discovering things about yourself. But I think that it was definitely a gift for myself, but, but being, being a bombshell has really, like I said, you know, put myself back in touch with my sexy. <laughs> that is beautiful. Bombshells. Did you hear that? Oh my gosh. That's, that's amazing. That's why I do what I do. And it, it brings me so much joy, it brings joy to my heart to be able to show that, you know, for, first of all, to have your trust. Because I completely understand it's out of your comfort zone. Definitely not something you do every day. A lot of people do it like maybe once in a lifetime. And like Lisa said, like people do come back for those photo shoots again later. But it's definitely a beautiful way of getting in touch with yourself and unveiling that bombshell that is already inside of you. You know, that's what I tell people like, girl, we just don't know yet. But your bombshell is inside of you and I'm going to show you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's beautiful. So what was your number one takeaway from that experience, Lisa? I think it really was, you know, like I said, I, I did this as kind of the birthday gift to myself for my 57th birthday. And, you know, I was feeling a little old and, you know, feeling a little frumpy. And, and I think one of the things that it did for me was it made me realize that I could be beautiful at any age or at any weight or at any circumstance in my life, you know, any, at any certain chapter. And I think that was really very reassuring. And, and that's probably what's given me this little difference. I think that's, that's what it is. And you helped bring that out. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you. As Lisa was actually sharing all those beautiful views that she has from the experience, I was actually dancing here because, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's music from my ears. <laughs> wow. So in a few words, if you have a piece of advice, Lisa, for any woman 
listening to your interview today, what would that advice be? Life is short, right? So don't put off things that you may want to do for yourself or for others. Don't sell yourself short and, and know your worth. It sounds like a laundry list, but, but truly, again, with the pandemic time, you know, this has taught us that life is precious and it can change, you know, it can change on a dime. So truly don't put off the things that you really want to do. You know, you just never know. And really just know your worth because if you know your worth, you can do anything. You can absolutely do anything. Don't sell yourself short. Amen, sister. <laughs> It is time for the Crown Ford. As you know, at the end of the interview, I always ask a bombshell, like my previous bombshell, to leave a question to the future bombshell. And my last guest was Anita. And Anita has asked Lisa the following question. After your session, how did you feel? Wow. So after my session, I guess I felt powerful and beautiful. I, I left here and I went and met a friend for dinner. And I just, while I was waiting for her to get there, it was so funny. I kept taking selfies because I couldn't believe it was me. <laughs> Must have been the eyelashes. <laughs> But I was really, I was really like really feeling my own. <laughs> It was funny. So yeah, I felt I felt powerful and I felt beautiful and I felt like I could take on the world. Definitely. That's amazing. And I tell people like, hey, when you come for your photo shoot, try, if possible, try to take the day for yourself because you're going to feel exactly how Lisa is describing here. That was great advice. You yeah, know, I'm like, so glad I did. Don't go to work. I mean, go take take a friend out on a date. Go go with a, on a date with yourself, even if you have to. But you know, go spend time with quality time with yourself because there is a lot of selfies. I'm sure, and I have done this twice. I can't relate, and I'm like, no, I am taking that date. Totally, this is for me, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I love doing the selfie part. I'm like, this is just, just so amazing, you know, mm -hmm. it's like that one little day that you get to really spend with yourself because, you know, we are givers. We are always um, working, like putting it 100% to work, to family, to, you know, I don't know, anything that you have going on in your life. But when do you really get to do this for yourself? So enjoy, take the day off. <laughs> <laughs> That's great advice. I guess my question kind of going forward for the crown forward would be to ask the next bombshell, when have you felt the most confident in your life? Ooh, this is pretty. I am so excited to hear. So who is going to be your next guest? You're going to find out on the next episode, but I love your question, Lisa. Thank you. And... I think that that's that was a very nice moment for us to sit here and talk. You have so much to share. I really appreciate you taking the time, doing that interview with us, sharing your life story. Thanks for having me. And um, I truly hope that it wasn't your only time doing, you know, a photo shoot. And and we definitely be planning get-togethers with the ladies on the VIP group and. Like I said, this is just the beginning. It's not because you have done your photo shoot. Oh, I'm done. No, we're not mm -hmm. done with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> you know, this is, like I said, it's a community. We are all sisters. And I'm really looking forward to have you in that beautiful community out there. So again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having, for giving us that opportunity to be here with you. And if there was anything else you wanted to mention? Yeah, no, I think we've, <laughs> I think we've said it all and I can't speak to the process enough. I really can't. Daisy's incredible at making you feel comfortable and bringing out the, the best in you. And you'll, you'll learn so much about yourself and have fun, be girly and just giggle and really have a special, have a special time that we, with memories that will last for a very long time beyond your book. Absolutely. Beyond your photos. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, ladies, this was it. I had a lot of fun chatting with Lisa today. You know, so much to learn from her life experiences. And I appreciate if you were taking anything out of this whole episode, this whole life story. This is how we, why we do this together. You know, there, there's always something out there that is going to inspire you. And um, if you allow us to be there, to be part of your journey, we really just have to be grateful for, you know, that opportunity. So thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful episode of The Bombshell Tells All, the show. And I look forward for the next guest coming up in a few weeks. I'll, I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Ladies, thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please don't forget to share the positivity and love with your friends by subscribing and sharing this message so we can continue producing more content for you. And remember, self-love starts within. I am your host and photographer, Daisy Teixeira, with The Bombshell Tells All, the show. <laughs>